0: Wednesday afternoon I am joined as I always am by Paul Harrison from Walk the Talk. Now Paul, what are we going to be talking about today?
1: Welcome to radio television, Xu San. <laughs> there are some delays today on the Julo Island ferries, but the Shanghai Islands, just 100 miles to us, is running normally. The air pollution index over Dinghai Martin is 150, so you better watch out. And the Ningpo Special Economic Zone reports a 12% growth in production since last year.
0: Paul, Paul, (laughs) come back to Hong (laughs) Kong!
1: This is what we might have been hearing if Robert Montgomery Martin had had his way and moved Hong Kong to south of Shanghai.
0: Okay. When are we talking about? We're talking
1: about the 1840s. So the Brits have only just set up shop in Hong Kong and... People are dying like flies, like I often mention, and the colony is losing money. And it's conservatives in power in Britain, and it was the liberals who had got Hong Kong. So they were contemplating, saying, "Okay, let's just leave Hong Kong and let's set up in Shusan instead.
0: How is he suggesting they do that? That they would be welcomed in Shusan?
1: Well, you'd have to send in the gunboats, but they'd had such an easy time of it in the first Opium War that um, China was still on his knees. It will only take a death of a few redcoats and we can take Shusan.
0: Why had he sort of highlighted or pinpointed Shusan?
1: Well the Brits had been there in 1840 and 1841 as part of the Opium Wars and used it as a base. And Shusan has many advantages over Hong Kong. It's nice rolling hills. Uh, all the land can be used for, produ- for production. So it can be self-sufficient in food. Um, it's got lots of streams. They grow rice and tea and cotton. There it's near lots of big cities. We're only near Canton here. Um, Shenzhen's new, so we can forget that. Being there, you've got Ningpo just on the doorstep, not far from Shanghai, 100 miles north. Hangzhou's not too far away. Suzhou's not very far.
0: What an extraordinary idea, though, just to move a whole. Mm. colony mm. country well there wasn't there
1: wasn't much there to move because they'd only been there a couple of years and it wasn't doing very well and particularly one good reason for grabbing shusan was the rumors that the french were after it ah. and the brits would be left on egg on their face if we got stayed with hong kong difficult to build on not much agricultural land Difficult to collect water. People dry, die like flies. The summer is intolerable. And the French have the nice place near everything else with the verdant rolling hills.
0: So basically, they'd had a war to get something that then they decided they didn't really want. Aren't
1: it, Like children after Christmas. Yeah.
0: So... What was his, well obviously those were his arguments, mm. Where did, how far did it go?
1: Martin was the colonial finance person here, though he hadn't had a career in finance before. He'd done two years at medical school and then was a very prolific author, mainly on the empire, but he'd write on most things. His subjects of study include a five-volume history of the British Empire. The Irish problem, though he may have been a bit arrogant, he said the, the Irish problems of the past and how it ought to be done in the future. Uh, he wrote an analysis of the Bible. He wrote a book of antiquities of Eastern India. Um, <laughs> And his other books are mainly uh, have a choose a part of the empire, Vancouver Island. And he writes a book on Vancouver Island or Australia and writes a book on Australia. Or sounds like Australia. a bit of a know it all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't like him already. <laughs> what was he like as a person, do we know?
1: Um, he didn't get on at all well with Davis, but then nobody got on with Davis. Um, Davis is often remembered as. Horse racing, very popular in Hong Kong. You can't fail with a horse racing event. Well, Davis said to try and boost his popularity, I'll have a horse racing event named after me. No one put in any horses Ooh. Uh, um, to show how much they disliked him.
0: Governor Davis, not the most popular. So then what happened?
1: Martin writes his letter to London, and I should quote some of the things he said about Hong Kong makes for good reading. The straggling town of Victoria, which straggles along the water's edge for four miles, only has about sixty European houses. It's got some Chinese huts and bazaars, but it's so rugged and broken, with abrupt precipices and deep rocky ravines. There'll never be a city of Victoria that'll be clean or comfortable. How wrong was he? (laughs) Very wrong. Uh, He doesn't like the landscape either, looking across at the Kowloon Hills, and sorry for the non-politically correct language. The hills assume somewhat of a greenish hue. It's like a decayed Stilton cheese. The Kowloon Hills have the appearance of a negro streaked with leprosy. My goodness. The granite is rotten. It's like a dead animal
0: i had good reason to say he doesn't sound like a very nice (laughs) man.
1: So he says, at Macau, Europeans can walk around in the summer with no problem. If you walk around in Hong Kong in July, you'll certainly die. (laughs) I know that feeling, (laughs) actually. Mm.
0: So he's he's over-egging the
1: pudding. And he didn't like the Chinese community much either. He says, I've been here three and a half years. I haven't met a respectable Chinese person yet.
0: Okay, but that you'd have Chinese up in mm-hmm. Shusan.
1: But many of the Chinese people were coming here to get, escape the, <laughs> the the strict Chinese um, law system. So many of the Chinese, but not all, here were ne'er-do-wells. I mean, there were respectable people here like Shusan and Chao's family. Right. And there were the Chinese who... Um, sided with the Brits in the Opium War who settled on Bonham Strand. So they weren't all ne'er-do-wells. He just, over, as you said, over-egged the pudding.
0: So he, he wrote the letter and who did he write it to?
1: He wrote it to the Prime Minister, Aberdeen, uh, he of Aberdeen fame, who, um, despite having a town named here after him, didn't really like having Hong Kong anyway, because, um, they, they were short mm-hmm. of money. It's you know, hard to believe that Victorian British prime ministers could say, there's no money in the kitty, but he had that problem. So he didn't approve of loss-making colonies like Hong Kong. Mm. And to Stanley, who also, despite having a name after him, he was, uh, secretary for the colonies, um, wasn't enamoured by the colony either. So, um, So Davis, the governor, had to do some pretty fancy footwork in his reply to London to keep his position here. So he wrote that Martin is the the least working civil servant I've got. Uh, he's always ill, um, or pretending to be ill. Concerning the death rate, well, recently it's improved. I have 350 people under me, that's in the prisons and the civil service, and then in the last six months, only nine of them have died, <laughs> and one of them was murdered. <laughs> So I don't think the people in London were mathematicians. So if they sat down and gone, that's nine in six months, that's 18 a year, he's got 350. Mm -hmm. So if they continue to die at the same rate, uh, that's everyone dead in 17 years. (laughs) But uh, he also... Um, said, I've been in Macau, because Davis's history is that he had been uh, in this region a long time. He was an old East India Company person, and he had been based in Canton and Macau. And that's why uh, the modern traders didn't like him so much, because there was so much prejudice between the East India Companies and the company traders. Mm. Um, so much so that the wives of East India Company weren't allowed to talk to the wives of country traders.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> Whatever next? So it sounds like that Martin just had enough of Hong Kong. Was yeah. finding a way to yeah. move. Yes,
1: I think <laughs> rather it, than just moving himself, mm, moving the whole I of think, Hong Kong. I think he was maybe worried by the amount of people who had died. He'd done two years of medical school, and didn't fancy being a patient himself. So thought, let's stay at home write some more books um, <laughs> and shift the colony to somewhere healthier.
0: But obviously it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So Governor Davis won,
1: yes. won the day? Yes. Uh, the, the reason they eventually fell out was that for one thing in favour of him, Martin couldn't stand the opium trade and couldn't have anything to do with it and a bit difficult to be the financial secretary of Hong Kong. and not, At that time, yes. Yeah. Yes, and not have at least neutral issues over the opium. So he resigned from his position and went back to Britain and presumably wrote several more textbooks. (laughs) Um, He died in 1868, so he was 59 when he died, and had written 35 books.
0: And Hong Kong stayed where it was. Yes. Thank goodness! (laughs) Goodness. (laughs) Goodness.
1: <laughs> I'd like to see what she's and is like, see what I missed.
0: Yeah, well, it could have been a very, very different story. Paul, mm. thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Uh see you next week. Okay.
1: Bye bye. Bye bye.